Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, of course, the Real Deal Quinn, on this 17th of August, 2022. And um, we, you know, I, I would describe this podcast as like the pre-party to the unofficial start of season 15 of the Real Deal Podcast. Like, it's not the official start of season 15. We'll start that once the NFL season starts officially. But it's, it's, it's pretty damn close. And, of course, we couldn't do this unofficially or officially start the season, season 15, without one Robert Sapp, a, a, a rested and, shall I say, rejuvenated Robert Sapp? Rejuvenated. Well, <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome back, sir. How you doing? Good. We feeling good. How you doing? I'm great, man. Just you know, take you know, getting ready just for this NFL season. Uh, Sir, are you best NFL season of all time? Wait, what? That was it, the question. Got it. Okay. No, it is is uh, like the anticipation oh. is yeah. The anticipation of it. I I I can't see the season not being a one for the ages. I can't see it. I can't see it. I not. definitely can't see it not being one for the ages. I just everything is pointing in in, in, in that direction. Um, but all you know, all the changes and, and things of that nature. Of course, we'll talk a lot of NFL. We'll pre- we're going to preview the Eastern divisions in the uh, AFC and uh, AFC and NFC. A uh, couple couple of items to kind of get out the way in regards to uh, catching up a little bit. Um, there are nine NFL items. Um, well, no, one of them is NFL items. So the two, I would say, it's a fair assessment to say that the two athletes that dominated the summer as far as the headlines were Kevin Durant and Deshaun Watson. Um, what are your separate thoughts on those two? Uh, start out with KD. You just want my you just want my opinion on KD? Yeah. Your opinion on, KD, on, on, what, on what has transpired. Yeah, that, yeah. that is, wow. That is, whew, that is loaded. Okay, so we're really catching up. Oh, okay. All right, so um, I'll tell the story again um, where uh, I was traveling and I was traveling and helping out my aging mother. So I had my phone off pretty much all day. Um, And then by the time I looked at my phone, it was 3 p.m. that day. And the first thing I saw on ESPN was Kevin Durant asked for a trade. And I had a very loud reaction, so loud that it scared people in the airport. <laughs> uh, and I had to quickly say, no, 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 this is about sports. Sorry, sorry, everybody. This is about sports. Sorry. So it blew my mind, is, is my point. It, it genuinely shocked me. Um, and then everything after that has actually played out very Kevin Durant-y. Um, People have a high opinion of Kevin Durant, and I'm unclear why. To be honest with you, I'm unclear why. He's always been this way. And he's just showing his, I mean, I even, no, 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 I'm not even going to be negative like that. Um, he's always been this way and he's just being more him. <laughs> I mean, um, here's the simple thing that everybody forgets in this whole equation. Kevin Durant never wanted to be a Brooklyn Net, meaning that was never his dream spot. He went there because of Kyrie. Kyrie wanted to go to Brooklyn. Right. It was Kyrie's place. So when everything fell apart, 
Kevin Durant said, I'm good. I don't want to be here anymore. And that is the genesis of all of this. Now, it makes no sense. This, this is the thing that is so Kevin Durant that people just keep forgetting. His moves are filled with irrational emotion. Every move he makes. It's is not. It's nothing, they're never emotion. calculated. They're never no, calculated. No, God, no. No, no, God, no. There's <laughs> a rational emotion. And so, why sign the four-year deal, Kevin? Why? Yeah. Why? Yep. None of this is a, a thing if you don't sign the four-year deal. You can go wherever you want. Wherever you want. But then he, so you lock yourself in the four-year deal, and then you ask for the trade. That's the part of this that makes this so stupid and so weird for everybody involved. The Brooklyn Nets organization is getting, this is not about them, but they're getting exactly what they deserve. They're well, just that, getting a thousand exactly percent. what they deserve. So I have no sympathy, no empathy for them at all. Um, you know, so, so my ultimate thoughts on Kevin Durant are this. Um, you know, I'm a Celtic sympathizer. When I heard that that was a deal on the table, it made me physically ill. I do not want Kevin Durant on any team I'm associated with or root for. He's an unrootable superstar. He's just unrootable. Um, and so, and so, um, you know, God bless whoever he ends up with. Here's what I, you know, my hot takes on Durant. Wherever he goes, I've already said this. No more championships for Durant. I said it, and I stand by it. No more championships for Durant. He's that much of a of a of a um, team suck. Um, in, in that. So my ultimate feelings on him is amazing talent wasn't built to carry a team. No. No. And I think that's pretty obvious. I think that was pretty obvious by the team. The, the, I mean, it's just, it was just like a child looking in the newspaper. Who's the best teams? Um, Heat, son, trade me there. Like, what? Do they have assets? Like, what? Did you think about this in the slightest of bits? And so, again, um, the two big things I'll remember about Kevin Durant in his career, irrational emotion all the time, and an amazing talent that just wasn't built for this life. That's what I got with Kevin Durant. Yeah. I, you know, I, my thing with Durant has been the same. Um, he's someone who from a basketball sense, and I don't, I don't I, like, I don't know. Of course, I don't know what his personal life is like. You know, he's never gotten in trouble. He's basically, he's been a pillar. We're judging, no, don't do this. We're judging him on his actions as a basketball. Yes, we're judging him. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. I, we're I separate, judging him on his actions. I, I, I separate. Anybody saying Kevin Durant. No, no. no I separate, I, I, or anything I, I, like that. We're talking about, we're judging his actions yes, on his basketball. He's all sensitive about it right. every single time. I, I, I separate the two. So I'm just yes. speaking from a basketball perspective. <laughs> From a basketball perspective, he comes off as a guy who is just completely unfulfilled. Um, and I think when you are when you have that um, trait, you're, you're never going to be you're never going to be happy. Like you never it's never it's never good enough. Like you know, Brooklyn gives him everything he wants. Not only the contract, hey, you got Kyrie, Steve Nash. 
still not enough. Again, that's a misnomer. He he never wanted to be in Buffalo. And he doesn't want to right. So no. And and no, it's the it's the worst combination. And he didn't give him Kyrie. Kyrie convinced him to come. No, but it's a, no, it's the worst combination of, of, of those of, of the things that we're talking about. Unfulfillment and also the fact that you're not a leader. So those, yeah, that's a hard like that is he he's when we look back 20 or 30 years from now, he will be a very interesting case study because you have this guy who is a without question an all-time great talent. And of course he'll be in the Hall of Fame and all that good stuff, whatever, whatever. But it'll be like, I can't put you George Gervin Robinson. No, 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 I can't yeah, I can't put you in, in my in a top ten list all time. No, with, no. I can't put you when everything with, is said I, and done. Everybody can talk this stuff now. George Gervin, Oscar Robinson, Terry. Yes, Oscar. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a championship or two, but that's but, it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. you he's in that he's in that category. You're not you will never be in the the Jordan, Russell, Kobe, Magic, Bird, LeBron. Oh, I mean, he's not in this category. Yeah, like, let's let's keep it all. Right. Way. If, if, yeah, yeah, we want to keep it funky. Yes, Giannis will surpass him without question. No, he has not Giannis is there now. Yeah, so not Giannis has a real championship. Yes, this is true. Giannis is not. Let's this keep it all the way real and, now. And Giannis, on, and Giannis, Giannis, Giannis did it the hard way. He so, has a real championship. Kevin Durant. Um, it, you know, it's it is what it is with him, man. I I would not if I like I said if I were a a, a like I can understand Miami because Miami is desperate, what have you. Um, I Memphis, a former championship team, Boston. I'm here. Here's I'm not the problem, I, I, I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't what touch you him. have to give up. Yes, the you have to give half your team. It, right. This is what is this is what is slowing everything down. If Kevin Durant isn't irrationally emotional all the time. You trade for him in heartbeat, but you can't give up those types of assets for his moody ass. No, no, team cannot. And to your point, I mentioned this a couple. I mentioned this during a podcast a couple uh, about a month ago. He's a free agent. You sign him, of course. Yes, you sign absolutely, him. absolutely. Teams, teams are scared of yeah, his no, mood. No Team, teams no. are terrified You're of his mood swings. Jalen Brown, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Teams are afraid or scared to death of his of basically not of his move swings. They like yo if you they like yo if you're not happy in Golden State or not happy with your own franchise in Brooklyn, how can we make you happy? The franchise can't, we chose can't. to go to. Remember, chose to go to. Gave you every. Gave you all the. Op- gave you all the power. Like <laughs> legit, what does it take to make you happy? Like legit, what? So I no one to ever say anything bad about you ever. Sorry, Kevin. We can't we can't make that happen. We can't control the world in their opinion. No. Sorry. Um so a horrible franchise because we can't control the world's opinions about you. We will um see how it plays out. Um I'll we'll touch on it later on in the podcast in terms of a question I have uh, for Sap. Um Deshaun Watson. Um, he played last week in a preseason game, which I'm sure that the NFL wasn't thrilled. We we know all the cases that you know. We know the details of the cases, or not that, that of, you know, of what's you know of how many cases are against him and what have you. Um, what so? I guess a couple of questions. Are you surprised that the NFL kind of did like a 180 as regard in regards to? Now, all of a sudden, you know, when the six-game suspension comes out, it's like, oh, no, we, you know, Goodell leading, leading the charge. We we want him to be suspended a year. Right. Um, 
what what are you what are your thoughts on that? No, no, it's complete PR bullshit. That's my thoughts on it. Um, you set it up for Arvin. We we all know Goodell is the hand of God in the NFL, right? And if 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 he wanted to push through a year suspension, you push through a year suspension. But a year if you start with the year suspension, people will still say that's not enough, right? Right. Um, and so you can't start PR wise. You don't want to start there. So you kick it to the arbitrator, whatever, whoever, whatever it's called. Um, and they come with it. And then you get to play like, oh, how blah, blah, da, da, da. You know, you can either go our hands are tied. The arbitrator has to fight whatever the rule, whatever the new BS thing they said um, the arbitrator can do. Um, and then we're going to fight it like they said. Or you can go, we're going to fight it like they said. They're going to do. For the year of suspension. So you turn you were trying to turn public opinion in your favor on this. So it's PRBS. The second part, so I heard his interview um a couple of days ago, what have you, Good. as he apologizes to the women, uh, you know, way too late, of course. And I I'm gonna tell you, man, he sound like you couldn't be any more guiltier to me. Just sounding his his voice tone, like this dude has a like. What I mean, it's like sound. It was like sociopathic, sadistic. It it had all had all the trimmings. Like he sounded like a dude that, of course, it, it was. It, of course, it was like manufactured per, per se. It was like you know, you talk about PR stuff. That that you know, his that those statements he was saying were were were, were you know written off of you know what have you that you know wasn't coming from the heart. That was just something that he. Felt like he had to put out there from a, from a PR standpoint, but I, you can't, you couldn't sound more guilty. Like, first of all, if I if I didn't do anything, I would put my life savings into fighting for my name per se. If I didn't do anything, like I wouldn't be, I would be like, no, I didn't do, I didn't touch this. Like this, this didn't happen. Period. I would no, risk, I, I, would, I would risk I, it all. But to hear, I, so then, so now he comes out. 25 cases and now it's like well you know i'm sorry if i hurt anybody like nah brother that's like no you mean <laughs> the, the, the toothpaste is out the tube man like it's like you know, we we know something happened because it was clear that something happened so it's like you know, go ahead. contract numbers real quick yes What do you have his contract? No, I don't. I no, I don't. No, I, mean, I know. Listen, I mean, it's two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. And that—that's why. That's why you get up there and apologize for that. Yeah, I mean. That—that's why you get up there and apologize. It's that simple. That—that's baked into that contract. Yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, of course, like. Yeah, I mean, we know what the. It's. I mean, again, again, I don't see how anybody could. I, I mean, it's not. I don't see how anybody could believe. Could believe. I like. Like, I don't know if you heard it. Like, but I said, he sound. He sounds like. He sound like a creep. He sound like a straight. Like, it, it's straight. Just it, like sociopathic. It's like like this dude has a real. Here's problem. here's the messaging behind the scenes. You want this money? Get up there and take every bullet. Yeah. This can't fall on Cleveland. Now that's stupid. They're crazy <laughs> to think that people are not going to just completely, just completely obliterate them over and over and over and over again, which is 
why he should have been radioactive and nobody should touch him. But they did. And so what they're trying to do is be like, you get up there and you own every single solitary part of this. That's how you get all your money guaranteed. Yeah. That's the behind the scenes conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are the two guys who have dominated the conversation over the summer. Um and you know, we will see well I I don't think we're gonna see Deshaun Watson uh this year on the field. Uh, with the NFL, who knows? But I certainly will be curious to see where, um, where, and when Kevin, uh, what happens with uh, Kevin Durant as we near closer to the the NBA season. Um, of course, the NFL season preseason has, is, was was well as second week of the preseason. I like I, I don't know how you feel. You know, I, I don't care less about preseason football unless somebody gets hurt. Um, a lot of most guys, especially some of the quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, don't even play. Um, so season a couple of weeks away, we're going through some NFC and we're going through the Eastern conference, not Eastern conference, the Eastern divisional playoffs, uh, Eastern divisions in the respective conferences. We start out with the NFC East. I broke it up into categories. So I had team to beat bridesmaid, the 50, 50 team. And, you know, Missed basically team irrelevant. So, so, I had, so my team to beat in the NFC East shouldn't be a shocker. Would, would be the Dallas Cowboys. Um, look at the Cowboys. They uh, some of their toughest schedule is not crazy. Um, their nine their toughest non conference bowl games are at Green Bay, at Minnesota. A lot of people are high on Minnesota. This year, for whatever reason, I even saw a couple of people pick them to beat to uh, win the division, which I think is insane. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people like the Vikings, thinking they can win some of the close games that they lost last year. Um, I think. Listen, I had best case scenario for the Cowboys, eleven and six and a playoff win. Uh, worst case, I I could easily see that if things break wrong, I would say eight and nine, missing the playoffs. I I'm looking at the Cowboys. The offensive line is aging, has aged. It's not what it once was. Uh, the defense will be pretty good, but not. It's not a dominant defense. Listen, I, I think the Cowboys are just good enough to win that division, which they probably will. And you know, maybe maybe win a playoff game. I'm not. I'm not looking at the Cowboys as this Super Bowl contending team. I'm not I I actually think they would they I'm looking at their the roster last year versus this year. I think they were much better last year. And I wasn't I wasn't super high on them last year, but I think as in comparisons, I think they were a much better team last year versus this year. And of course they still have of course Ezekiel Elliott on the payroll. You're paying a guy, one of the highest paid running backs who is and he's not even the best running back on his team. Um so there are a lot of hey, running backs that type Yeah, five years, ninety million. This would be the last year of that deal for a guy who, like I said, I wouldn't even be. He barely would be. He wouldn't even be in my rotation if I like. If I, you know, on on a, on any team, like, I just he just he's not good anymore. He just anybody watches you go LA. He's just not good anymore. It's just that simple. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Cowboys as we go into the season? Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think playoff team, playoff one, playoff win. Feels feels about right. I know we did 
the uh, our records. So I can't exactly remember what I had, but I feel like it was in that eleven range as well. Well, well no, we didn't do we didn't do the Cowboys because they were oh, we the, okay. they, 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 they were not a contender. So then, they without really, really, really drilling down on their schedule, just knowing how weak that division is, um, you know, like it is, it is, um, it feels like a, it feels like a. You know, with the new what is it, eleven and six, right? right. Um, record. So it feels like eleven six record, and it feels like it feels like a potential playoff victory depending upon the matchup. Uh, one one caveat for the for the in terms of schedule, you made me think about you made me think about something with, with, with that comment. Uh, the NFC teams get nine game nine home games this year, so. Right. Keep that in mind in terms of the, with with the schedule. So the MC teams get the extra game in the seventeen game season. The bridesmaids for the division I had the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people are high on the Eagles. Um, they added, of course, AJ Brown with the trade trading picks. They have two first round picks uh, in twenty twenty three. One, of course, from New Orleans um, with a trade that they made uh, last year because they had the number one rushing offense in the league. Um, they're again. The schedule is not crazy. Um, their toughest non-divisional road game is at Indianapolis. Uh, their season, of course, we know hinges on uh one Jalen Hurts. They're still not sold on Jalen Hurts. Um, so I'm definitely not. Uh, <laughs> they, I had them best case nine and eight. Uh, winning the division at nine and eight. Worst case, of course, missing the playoffs. I just the Eagles. I know the Eagles have some nice pieces. I think I, if I'm an Eagle fan, I think 2023 would be. I would be more optimistic about next year. I know football. That's hard to say in football. It's not like the NBA where you rebuild and and and, and, and you know where we talk about tanking. No, I understand, I understand that, but I just don't. I like again. I there are a lot of holes on that roster. Uh, they have some. Again, AJ Brown's a nice player. We know the rookie. Um, I forgot to get the the, uh, the rookie receiver last year was tremendous out of Alabama. We know what he can do, but this and the, and defense, defensively, they're, they're okay defensively. I know he finished top ten last year. Fletcher Cox is not what he once was as, as you know as as a top defensive uh, top defensive player. That he, he's still pretty good, but not what he once was. Again, they're. Their livelihoods hinge on Jalen, uh, not Jalen, yeah, Jalen Hurts, and I just don't trust them. I think after a year of watching, of adjusting, I think the the league will catch up with Jalen Hurts in that rushing attack and kind of enforce him to be like, yo, you beat us with the throw, you beat us with the pass. Because remember, last year they led the league in rushing. He was a big part of that. He had 10 rushing touchdowns. We, we know how quickly NFL coaches in this league attacks when something's working, especially offensively. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Eagles? They're not a playoff team. No, I agree with that. It's just that simple. They're not. Now, of course, the season will play out how the season plays out and different breaks, different things. But on paper right now, nah. Like you said, we've seen this story too many times before. So Jalen Hurts has to elevate himself as a passer. That's what we – we just got to see it first before I can buy into anything. I got to see it. I got to see. The 50-50 team in the division, uh, I had the commanders because um, I could see them being okay. I could just see them being terrible. That's why I call them the 50-50 team. I, so 
they have some nice pieces. Uh, Terry McLaurin, the running back. We like the running back. If Chase Young can come back healthy um, and, and what have you, and even some of the draft picks, I, I, I get that. And of course, it's, it's almost like baseball when they say hope springs eternal. There's a lot of optimism around the DMV in regards to Carson Wentz versus Taylor Heineke. I, we both said this when it happened that it's, if Taylor Heineke was a four, I would say Carson Wentz is a five at the most. Like, I mean, you listen to, you know, <laughs> you listen to some of these, uh, you know, pundits or whatever, people the talking heads around DC, you would think Carson Wentz is, is the second coming of Brett Favre. Um, I had them, uh, hold on, the schedule, I'm not going through the whole schedule, but they're, t- they're at, their non-divisional road games are at Indianapolis, at San Francisco. I had them, best case, eight and nine. Uh, they don't have a bye week until week 14. That, the reason why that's important because they don't have a lot of depth on either the, the offensive or defensive line. They don't. Um, of course, we know about the off-the-field stuff with Daniel Snyder, Jack Del Rio. That's what's, what's new in Washington. That's always something uh, brewing from that standpoint. This, this, I mean, this is not very good. They're not a very good team. Like I said, best case is 8-9 to me. They're, they will be in that 7, you know, 6 Six and eleven between eight and nine range. I'm not as a fan uh, of the team. Have any optimism in terms of what happened? In terms of what this season is going to bring? I don't trust you. You know how I feel about Carson Wentz. We need one of us trust them. What do you see when you see them? Well, wow, you got them. They're that bad. I mean, I really do. I do. I do. I thought first. We thought. We thought. Um, Yeah. I just. I'm just like. I'm just like. I. I I mean, your your analysis is the analysis because that's that's your squad. So you know, you know them very well. Um, I I have no faith in that your team at all. Not even a little bit. Um, so I think bad. So whatever the bottom of the division is, and however. Far bottom they can go, that's them. Them and the Giants can fight out for last place. Yes, them and the Giants will be fighting out for last place. And that's who I have bringing up the rear, the, the, the New York football Giants. So, folks, when your best offensive player is arguably your kicker, that tells you all you need to know about the about it's the roster. About the roster. Graham Gano is an all-world kicker, but probably it's probably not a good you probably don't have a good team if, if he's your top if he's, a, if he's a legit top five offensive best offensive player on your team which he is um the giants are awful they 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 are I'm, i looked at that roster uh first of all and their, their schedule actually is not easy that's the, that's the funny part about it i had they they have road games at tennessee at green bay and at minnesota um saquon barkley is never is never uh, healthy um, Daniel Jones is, you know, Daniel Jones. Uh, the best thing they have going for him is the draft pick, uh, Thibodeau, out of Oregon, who who a lot of people think was a steal at the fifth pick. I think he, I think he has a chance to be maybe defensive rookie of the year. Uh, but other than that, um, the Giants just are a dumpster fire. That franchise has been one of the worst run franchises in the last decade. They've been putrid. To say the least. I mean, we're talking about a franchise that you remember they won the Super Bowls in twenty in two thousand seven, two thousand eleven. Uh 
and they, you know, but the last decade has, like I said, they've been one of the worst franchises in sports, to be honest with you, in terms of the record and just terms of just the just the shit show with the front office. Uh, we we saw the coaching situation, what transpired with that, Joe Judge and all. You know, they go through coaches and general managers like we go through socks at this point. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Giants? Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, like, uh, it's, I'm struggling with these things. I really am. Um, yeah, that's why I had to get it out uh, the way. I, I like, let me get this, uh, no, no, let's no, get this no, out no. the I mean, way. Like, but, but, uh, but, um, when I look at the commanders, when I look at the Giants, like, um, uh, the difference that I see is that the commanders have a vision for their team and they have a professional head coach for their team. Um, Versus the Giants, I know their head coach very well. Um, unproven, and I'm I'm unclear on exactly how innovative his his offensive scheme can be, or coordinated his offensive scheme can be, and how much of a talent, um, uh, 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 how, how much of a talent, not evaluated. Uh, someone, someone, I, I'm unclear on how much Dable can get out of Daniel Jones or if Daniel or if Dable's waiting for the next QB. Um, so, uh, if, if you were asking me the old days, I say this smells like a five and 11 for Washington, six and 10 for Washington. And this smells like a three and 13 for the giants, two and 14 for giants. Like two, that's kind of like 15. a level of bad. Yep. So whatever, yeah, add the game, however you add it. I just don't feel like doing the math in my head right now <laughs> for that extra stupid game. Um, so so really bad. Both of these teams really bad. Really bad. But at least Washington has professionals. They have a professional defense. Um, they have a professional head coach. They have um they they at least have players that are going to fight on offense. I do not see that on the other side. With the, I do not see that on the Giants side. So if you're asking me to rank, this is a better question for me um, because I truly don't care about the NFC East. <laughs> um, uh, if you ask me to rank them, it goes Dallas, Philly, New York. I mean, Commanders, New York, with Dallas being the only team that – that has a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, only only He's one around, but yeah, only one. Team I gotta is, see it. only only one team is coming out this. Yeah, 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 the Eagles will be sniffing around, but I gotta see it. I just gotta see it. But you're right, only one team is coming think, out of that division, so the Eagles will have to win the division. So think division. about think think about this, Rob. It is conceivable that when we're doing this, God willing, in 2023, that three of these four teams will have different starting quarterbacks. That yep. tells you all. That tells you all you need to know about the division. Yep, agreed. All right, folks. I, again, I know that was painful. Um, I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. I, <laughs> I know that was. I know that was painful. Couple questions uh, here, as we uh, before we get to the uh, AFC. Um, before we get to the AFC, yeah, a, a real division. That's a real division, yes, a, a, prof- a professional division. Yeah, a professional. <laughs> <laughs> if you are the Brooklyn Nets, what would you do? What would you do about Kevin Durant? Wait, what? It's what? 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 would you like? If I'm putting you, I'm, putting, I'm, make, I'm making, I'm making you Sean Marks. I'm making you Sean Marks. How do you? How? What? Kevin Durant came for your neck. He's gone. 
So you get you. Oh, I'm you, kicking that. I'm kicking him out the door. He said, "Me or the GM and the coach." I'm the GM. <laughs> no, by Kevin Durant. The only person who can make the decision over that is the owner. So the owner will have to step in and say, "Goodbye, Marks. Goodbye, Steve." Nobody cares about Steve Nash. Yeah. No, no, it's not about. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's about Marks. It's about Marks. So um, the 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 um, what was I going to say? The owner would have to step in and and say, "Nah, you're done, Marks." Because left to, if if I marks left up to me, he's gone, and I don't even think twice about it. For what? For why am I holding on to Kevin Durant? For what? For why? All right, yeah. I if I'm, I said it's a podcast. I if I'm not again, it's gonna be to me. It's gonna be two different answers from in terms of depending depending on who exactly is going to make that final decision. I'm sure, marks. I'm sure marks would want to just, would want to move on. I think Josiah would is trying to do everything to keep Kevin Durant. Sure, sure. So sure. that. To me, I, I think that they will. Here's the problem. Kevin Durant's not playing ball. That's the problem. It's one thing if he would play ball and be like, okay, like, like Kevin Durant, shut up and let me handle this. But he won't, Kevin Durant won't shut up. And so um, the best thing was for him to be quiet, say that privately behind closed doors, don't let it get leaked out, and then let the owner do the thing. But now you boxed him in because now it looks like Kevin Durant is controlling the franchise. And as an owner, that can't be the perception. It just can't be. There's too much ego. There's too much pride. There's too much on the, that just can't be the perception. It just can't be. And without a guaranteed chip coming up, like did, like we are guaranteed, like, no, no, no. Uh-uh, by Kevin Durant. And you don't even think twice about it. You really don't. Every All this hand-wringing is, is about keeping the story going, but the actual facts of it are very, very simple. You have a malcontent who does not want to be there. If you fire Marks, it will just be something else. I want a new building. Yeah, <laughs> I want for Jersey colors to be <laughs> to take Kevin Durant's team. Whatever, whatever the next thing comes up, then you're always acquiescing to a player. You know, it's the same in, in our job. Yeah, let the children run the classroom. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. No matter how smart the kid is, no matter how they're gonna boost the test test scores, can't do it. No, can't do it. Kevin Durant may not decide which GM. He fires which coach he fires. He may not make those ultimatums. He may not. He may not. Which superstar traded receiver will have the better year? Devontae Adams or Tyreek or Tyreek Hill? Devontae Adams. Just because I'm his quarterback more. Right? Yep, I agree. We still gotta prove it, but I will say this. Tyreek Hill scares the hell out of me. Devontae Adams does not. Devontae Adams was special with Aaron Rodgers. It is yet heretofore seen how special he is with David Carr. Yeah, I, I, I lean towards the better quarterback, which is Carr. Oh, sure, 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 um, sure, sure. 
Sure. Absolutely. I understand what you said. I mean, I understand. But Tyree Kill scares the hell out of yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think Ky- Tyree Kill I mean, is a singular talent. Yes. Tyree, Tyree Kill. Adams has the better quarterback. Right. Yeah, I, I think Tyree Kill is the better player. Now, um, if they could be inventive on offense, that I don't I don't love. I look, I've said this I've on record. I did not love Tyree Kill coming to the AFC East. I no, did not love no, that. No, you you've been yeah, you I you've did that. not love that. Yeah. Tyree Kill destroys us. He does. It's just it's just facts. Like that there, there's no debate on this. Um he's special. He's just flat out special. Um yeah, he's just flat out special. So if they can figure out a way to get him involved in screens, runs, kickoff, I mean, like, he could be devastating in a lot of different ways. He can be devastating. Now, do you run the risk of injuring him, doing those things? Who knows? But um, you gotta win games. Um, and you got you got a juggernaut in your league, in your division, so you gotta you can't just kind of play the field. On this one, you got to go all in on your entire offensive philosophy. You got empty the bag, and so um, to me, that would mean Tyreek Hill, Rose Hill, in the office special teams expands dramatically. Yeah, he's, he's just flat out special. Yeah, I mean, you have you have to. You, I mean, you got to you have to get him. You have to put the ball. You have I mean, to get the ball in his hands. You don't have to because there is a significant injury risk, and I get that. I do get that, but. Then you're playing for second at best if he's not the focal point of your offense. I, mean, I think he has to be the focal point of your offense, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're like, yeah. like then, then you have to, and then, then you do have to empty the bag. You do. Yeah, I, I think you see. I, I think otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. I, 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 yeah, I mean, with a with a still young developing quarterback, I think you at this point until we see. What until they see what they need to see from Tua? I think you have to empty the bag now. If Tua Tua comes out there and, and takes a uh, takes a big leap, okay, then we can go. You know, we can go conven- like not conventional offense, but we can go right, in, but, in, but, in a direction run, where run, it's, it's quarterback driven. Yes. Uh-huh. But right now, Tyreek Hill is by far your best offensive player. Period. Facts. So, yeah, but I think I think Hill. I I, I think Adams will have. Uh, the better year of the two. Um, we get to the AFC East. Uh, Mr. Saps division. Talk um, about it. I I love doing the research for this division because it, it was so. <laughs> I just I was la- I laughed out loud at least three or four times. Just some of the stuff that I read. All right, team to beat, of course. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo- Let's save them for last. You want to say that for last? Okay. Give me them last. Okay, so no, let's go. No. All right, let's get the. Uh... Now nah, I'm gonna give you the order. Let's go: Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, Bills. You want to go? Okay, so because I want the Patriots right before the Bills. The Jets. Um, listen, the Jets. The Jets are the Jets. Like the Jets are. One Perpetually of the hopeful. Perpetually yeah. hopeful. The, the Jets, always trash. The Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Ooh, but if um, you listen to them and they draft, oh, they, 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 yeah. they feel good. They feel good about life right now, as they always do at this time of the year. Yeah, the Jets, the Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL. 
Um, they're always a quarterback away. Yeah, they all yeah, always a quarterback away. Always. I listen, they they have um three and fourteen, four and thirteen. That that that's that's what the New York Jets are. I, I have no full Robert Sapp this year. Yeah, I've never experienced <laughs> this version of me. I have, <laughs> baby sorry. <laughs> we back. I have no yes. like faith in the Jets for so I've not I, the Jets the Jets do nothing. Like they they're just they're they they'll play out the stream, they'll have another top five pick, number maybe number one pick that. We can just put it doesn't matter. Even Zach Wilson not injured, well, he's only in most couple of weeks. It, it, it doesn't even matter. It, it doesn't even matter. They are they are who they are. I don't even I understand the draft is, you know, whatever. I, the Jets are the Jets. They like you said, they they're stuck in that they are they are the Detroit Lions of the AFC. I sure. mean, I'm not you know this is my division, so I, I gotta give be a little bit respectful. I know I know all these teams well, um, and so um, you know like like the the pluses are the coaching staff is brand new last year. Let's see what they do in their second year with a little bit more experience. Let's see what they do with that um, that young defense that they have flying around out there, particularly with um, the new draft picks that they have. I'm not even going to pretend like I care um, about who, who they who they got in the draft, but um, sure. Um, but the point being is that everybody is still very young. And so even if you believe in the core of this team, is still a couple of years away from manifesting into something real. Um, right now, the Jets need to – it's not about the playoffs. You just need to focus on winning games and doing it the way – doing it consistently, in a consistent way. Honestly, yeah, building the habits to consistently win games. Yeah, is player, de- player development. How about that? How about that? Sure. Player development. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> um, but that doesn't even solve the quarterback situation no. for them. No. Um, no. I, I do not – it is unclear to me who is good at developing quarterbacks in that organization? Nobody. Very unclear to me. Nobody. So nobody right then now. What are we even talking about? Right. So it's like, yep, you can have this. You can. You can. Tr- I don't know what you're trying, but you can try um, to um, put up a front that you have a young building team. But until you have somebody in there that you have confidence can work with the quarterback. I mean, you're just you're just in the same situation, same sad situation that we were for 20 years where you're cycling in between rookies and veterans or young young QBs and veterans and the most you might get is a playoff appearance over a 20-year period. Um a couple of playoff experience. And they've been in they've been in that cycle for forever anyway. So, um yeah, Rex Ryan and, and Sanchez was a long time ago. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of hope that the Jets are going to be any good. I expect them to fully be at, at the bottom of this division, to fully be everybody. Everybody's got their mark to the win in this division. Yes. Everybody's got their mark to the win. Um, so, uh, this, this is the doormat of this division. And so, um, let's go with the real, let's go with the real thing where it's, uh, I'm seeing four and thirteen, right? Got you. No, yeah. they'll, 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 be, they'll be around there. They'll be around there. Uh, the fifty-fifty team, and I know their fans probably you know don't want to hear this, but they are a fifty-fifty team. That is the New England Patriots. I know you. Uh, I told you I want to say the Patriots before the Bills. 
I get where I get where you're going. Just so you go, I, I'm going to defer until I till before we talk about the Bills. Right. So okay, the Patriots. Um, they oh, right add, before the Bills, they added Devontae Parker, Ty Montgomery, Malcolm Butler is on IR, so he's done for the season. But I don't think it would have mattered anyway. He's an aging nah, go veteran. In. You're right. You you got me fired up. I'll go. Keep going. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go in right after you. Now, uh, Patriots last year, of course, made the playoffs. And were of course embarrassed forty seven to seventeen against of course your Buffalo Bills. You have ask me how many times I've watched that game. A pie at least ten. Nope. Twenty? So many more than that. Oh my Not, god. About, uh, 20, 20, sounds, twenty sounds about right. Twenty sounds about right. Probably a little bit more, but twenty sounds about right. <laughs> I believe I love that game. I do. I'm sure, of course. <laughs> I might watch it tonight. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> all day at work. I might watch it tonight. I love that game. So we got year two of Mac Jones. Um, they last year because they had a top five defense. Um, they're non. They're sch- now. This is unpatriot like. Their schedule is brutal. Uh, the the non conference division at the non conference road schedule is at Green Bay, at and uh at Green Bay also, um Cincinnati right, uh, at Cincinnati. Here's here's their second half schedule. At Minnesota, home to Buffalo, at Arizona, at Vegas, uh, home to Cincinnati, home to Miami, at Buffalo. That's the that's the, that's how they end their season. Um, so everybody was talking about during and this you know this type of shit that you know this is when you're you're, you're reaching for stories or you you know I mentioned earlier in the podcast hope springs eternal. Mac Jones in the best shape of his life. He's looking good. Uh, so on and so on, and then you hear after this first preseason game, whisper not whispers. People are saying like, "Yo, what's going on with the play calling? Who exactly is going to call the plays?" And it, you know, the by in the game you had they had both offensive coaches, uh, both offensive heads, offensive coaches called the plays, um. Belichick, you know, just use your Belichick. Uh, it's a process. We'll see. Da, 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 da. People are just saying this is crazy, and then you know the report. I mean, the people around the way, the reporters saying this is crazy. Um, and then you have a situation where uh, they, I mean, listen. Again, Belichick is the coach and yeah, we got here right now. Man. Oh, same yeah, show. Belichick is no, coach okay. and general manager. Yeah. Um. I so, anything. No, that's it. That's it's a it's a, it's a shit show from that standpoint. I've heard. Listen, I read a lot. I've read a few things on Patriots from like various NFL people uh, that I trust, as far as you know, <clears throat> as far as uh, uh, newspapers, art, internet articles, things of that nature. People around the league, they said that this is one of the most least talented rosters in in the NFL, not in the AFC, in the NFL. Um, so I had them. I said best connected. I said maybe I'm I'm starting to talk myself down from this. I I had the best case ten and seven, worst case seven and ten. I think that ten might be maybe way too high in terms of best case. What are your thoughts? I agree. I agree. Um, what six and eleven? Um, it takes a while for the lust to wear off of a really good team. I'll use uh, my Bills as a comparison in the nineties and when they started to fall off. 
it took it took a couple years, and that wasn't a dominant dynasty like the Patriots. So it's going to take a couple of years for people to realize how significantly they fall, and this is the beginning of it. This is the beginning of it. The Patriots are a hot mess. They're just a hot mess. And if it wasn't the Patriots, we'd be talking about them like the Jets. They're a hot mess. I know what I, I've been that fan trying to convince myself on um, who, who is my guy um, that I was convincing myself on. Um, Tyrod Taylor, right? Like, like you, 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 you just, you just go into this weird space and you just try to convince yourself he's the guy. Um, so, I, so I understand what they're doing with Mac Jones. Um, I revel in, as a matter of fact, um, because no, um, and um, and yeah, the Patriots have they, the Patriots are not a problem at all. They're not a problem. They need to focus on winning games. Patriots will not make the playoffs this year. Um, they their their high water mark is um, breaking even. So what nine? So nine and eight. That's that's kind of like their high water mark, um, which doesn't get them in the playoffs. Um, I see them significantly lower than that, and I, I I made I think I made that clear. But if I haven't, then this is where I'm making it clear: six and eleven. Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, I could go in for days. If you made me, if you made me guess a record, I, I, I probably would lean towards seven and ten, maybe eight and nine. Um, because yeah, no, they, they are beyond. Yes, they are a shit show. They're a mess. But only we're only giving them the we're only giving them credit because of what they've done in the past. They're Absolutely, a mess. yes. They're a mess. No, They're without a mess. question. Um. They don't even know who their coaches are. Like, what are we even talking about? No, they have. So, I got the article. No, I had the article. So, 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 no, here's the thing. (laughs) So, Belichick is going to have Patricia and Judge compete for play calling duties. Like, what? Sure. 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 Either one, flip a cone, we're still going to massacre you. So, whatever. Sure. Either one. I've never, I've I've never seen, I've, in, all my years of, of watching football, I've never heard it. I've heard I've heard of quarterbacks having a quarterback battle. I've heard that. Never heard of play calling. Like we're going to see, we're going to see who who called the best plays in preseason. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, they are such a shit show. It's beautiful. It's, oh, I love it. I love it. Finally, they reached. The- <laughs> Welcome to the club, New England. Welcome. Welcome to the club, yo. I just, I really just hit me. You are they gonna have a battle over who's calling plays? I compete. They're, they're competing. Going like what? Oh man, I know you had you had to be loving this. You had to. I, oh, you- I, I mean, I've been all over this. But like that was like, yeah, I've been all over this since the draft. So oh. yeah, I, I've had I've had all my laughs at them. Now my focus is on my team. So yep. Yep, they they're they're a hot mess. They're not even a threat. So I don't even think about the Patriots to be honest with you. They're not a threat. They're nothing, and I love saying that. And the 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 fact that I can say that so matter of factly now is beautiful. The Patriots are nothing. They're nothing to us. Nothing. We will walk through them. Uh, they just they just don't want another game like they they did. They right. don't even care if they win. They just want to be competitive. Right. Do nothing. 
the Brian's maze of this division I had as the head, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Um, yes. The Dolphins, this of course, get, all right, have a bunch of new players, this new coach. They have a, uh, you know, Mike McDaniel. McDaniel's the new head coach. They, of course, added some some key players. We, we spoke about Tyreek Hill. They also bolstered the offensive line with Armstead and uh, with Armstead and Connor Williams. Uh, they added. Uh, they also got Teddy Bridgewater as a backup quarterback, solid veteran backup. Um, their schedule, as far as non-conference, their toughest non-conference division, non-conference games, or non-divisional games, I should say, are at Baltimore, at the uh, Chargers, and home to the Packers. Um, here's the thing: so their offensive coordinator, they made some changes, of course, to the offense. Trying to, of course, you know, bolster uh, one, uh, two, uh, two, uh, Tiger Valoa um, in the passing game. So they got the offensive coordinator is Frank Smith. Daryl Bevel is the quarterback passing game coordinator. Okay. Now, I've never been a Daryl Bevel guy, per se. Daryl Bevel um, has been around for a long time, 15 years in, as an offensive coordinator. He, the offensive the, coordinator of the Seattle Seahawks. Right. Yes, for the yeah. So to hold, I'm, I'm almost I'm almost going there. No. So yeah. in his 15 years, his offenses have finished seven seven top 10 finishes. Right, in 15 years, which is not which is not very good to say the least. And most of those top 10 finishes came with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. By the way, and by the way, uh, you know that. They, you know, so they most of those came with with, with Seattle. So keep that in, you know, keep that in mind. Um, they are I they actually could have went in terms of fifty fifty two because I I had like I had them best case um ten and seven wild card worst case eight and nine missing the playoffs. Um, they you know they have some talent, uh, especially on the defense end, and now they've added they have some nice pieces offensively. What are your thoughts on the Dolphins uh, coming into the season? The Dolphins worried me. They did. I'm not going to lie. They worried me. Um, I loved their defense last year. I thought their defense was um, so fast, so quick, and so physical. Um, so I love their defense. Uh, I love the additions they've added on offense. Um I love the speed of the all around on the all around team. The question mark, of course, is the coach and the quarterback, and those are big question marks. <laughs> um, so that's why that swing is there. That's what you're talking about. I 100% agree with you that it is it is very conceivable that they are a um, playoff team and a very hard out. It is very very conceivable that um, it it is the Structure the offense that I'll be paying attention to. The event, eventfulness. No, um, the event. How how they structure their plays, how creative they are. I'll be paying attention to, and then of course to its development. Um, I assume they're going to go to a more quick hitting um game for Tua and not focus on the deep ball as much. I'm trying to scheme up ways to get Tyreek Hill open and just let his speed take care of the rest and let the team speed uh, take care of the rest. In that, 
We'll see how much that plays out. I've seen that work really poorly in the past, um, but that's just my assumption. I don't know what it's going to completely look like, and no one knows what it's going to be completely look like, and that's what makes it a little bit scary. Um, the the thing that people are are gleaming onto is that Tua isn't that dude. Um, I'm not convinced of that fact, to be honest with you. I've right. seen him. I'm not. I'm just not convinced of that fact. I think he has talent. And, yes, he definitely um, has talent. He has talent. And yeah. so, and so, um, you put that skill set around him, that skill set of players around him, and I'm worried. You, you, you officially, they have my attention. They have my attention. They right. do. They have my attention. They could be a problem if, um, it's Mike McCoy, right? Wait, who's the who's the who's the coach? McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, McDaniel. Mike McDaniel, McCoy. Who remembers from McCoy? Somebody. Um, so, um. So I say that to say that, um, you know, like depending upon how the offense looks and depending upon to his development, um, that is what elevates them to a playoff team in a hard, in a very, very hard out. Miami's a problem for us. They are. They're a problem. No, they have a lot. They're, they're, for us. they're clearly the second best team in that division. I really right. like their defense, real. Like, I really. No, they have a top 10 defense. That's a top 10 I, defense. That defense. It's scary. Good. The top it's top defense. That, that defense is good. No, um, it's a very good defense. Yeah, yeah, last year, yeah. La- the numbers. They, the numbers they are, just they need to start. They start off so poorly. That's their problem. Yes. And then they play catch up. Yeah. So they 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 have to find that consistency, and then that goes back again to consistent quarterback play, right? Um, and so that that's the linchpin. Really is. That's the key. That's the key. Um, because they have the talent. They had to count all over the field. They're a problem. They're a problem. They're a problem. They were. Right. My, my biggest concern for them, again, I'm going to go back to the coordinator, that this coordinator situation uh, in terms of Daryl Bevel. Um, so, like I said, when in those years where Seattle was a top 10 offense, it was not because of uh, – it wasn't because of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, keep this in mind, folks. There's some little revision, some little revisionist history, not revisionist history, but I want you to keep this in mind. When Bevel was with Seattle, they were a run, they were a run first defensive, great special teams type team. That's how they won. That's how they won games. Russell Wilson just didn't lose them games, right? So Russell Wilson was it was a great, excellent game manager during when Bevel was there. When Bevel left, that's when Russell Wilson took off and became like a franchise superstar caliber quarterback. So I want, I want you people to keep that in mind about Daryl Bevel. He has not shown to me over the course of his career that he has can develop a quarterback to like he has I haven't seen it. So I that that to me is a like that's a major, major question mark for me, him as a coordinator, especially especially being the passing, you know, passing game coordinator and what have you. So I that if, that if worries me. All about deep ball. It will be a big, big mistake. They've they've got to they have got to figure out to a sweet spot, which I which I do believe is a more shorter passing game. Um, and the offensive weapons that they have just it just says they want yards after catch. Like that that's their bread and butter. Um, so they gotta they gotta be in the lab. This entire offseason, that that is, they got to be in the lab, and 
to your point, the preseason doesn't matter. Nobody will re- reveal anything in the preseason. So we got to wait till we see it in a regular season. So if you ask me right now, just based off of this conversation, I'm probably going to put them um, in the 10 and 7 range. But I could see them winning two more games. And being um, in that, what, 12 and 5 range? Um, without really, really drilling down, looking at the schedule. Um, but 10 and 7 sounds more realistic to me, to be honest with you. Now we, of course, move on to the Buffalo Bills. We do. Uh, the Bills, of course. Made me talk about all these other teams first. Uh, uh, nah, you were about to start with Buffalo, and I made you wait. For you, that. you did. You I, did. did I did that. The did Buffalo that. Bills, of course, are, without question, one of the three, the four best teams in the league. They, uh, they by far, by far have the best uh, quarter, but they have by far the best player in the division, and Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, they added Von Miller, James Cook, which I yeah. thought was an underrated addition. Yep. Uh, to their depth, they had, of course, last year had a top five offense and a top five defense. They are they are considered to be the Super Bowl favorites. They are in terms of the Vegas odds has them as the Super Bowl favorites. Their schedule, uh, non conference, um, not non conference, non divisional. At of course they kick off the season at Los Angeles at the Rams, at Kansas City they have a game at Kansas City and of course they'll be home to the Bengals. So of course that's their next that is their uh that is their um that is their non conference uh, schedule, their non divisional schedule I should say. Uh, best case scenario I had them winning the Super Bowl. Worst case I had first round playoff exit. I think there's like a- peanuts in the first what. You lost your mind. If Josh Allen, if Josh Allen's <laughs> up, there's going to be an injury in there. Yeah, they're, no. No, they're going to make the playoffs if Josh Allen is is right. So, I bet, so, but they're going to make the playoffs. The I'll lose my mind if he loses in the first. Yeah, I, I know you. I know you would. What? Um, um, so, floor is yours. You 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 missed you know you missed the Buffalo. What, yep. what are your thoughts? Yep. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, I so like. So peek behind, like the thing that's gonna peek behind the curtain. You asked me about like what's a good segment that we could do, and I was saying stock up, stock down as as like a segment based on week to week. How do I feel like so? So how do I feel like in chance of winning Super Bowl? So the the flat out thing is it is a reality. It is Super Bowl or bust this year. It is that is an absolute reality. Yeah, the, my team is taking every step that they should take. Now, all the steps, all the steps have been taken, all of them. The only thing now is to get to the Super Bowl. And for me personally, I don't give a damn about getting to the Super Bowl. I've seen that win the Super Bowl. That's all I care about. Um, so that is where that is the only prism I'm going to view this season in is did we win the Super Bowl? And right now, I could not be more confident. I could not be more confident. Um, I. Wish we could do. I think I had them at 13 wins. I wish we could do it again because um, I see that opening game and I see us smashing the Rams, just beating them to death <laughs> um, in front of a national audience to show that all this hype is very, very real. So I could not be more sky high confident on where we are right now. You know all the names that you talked about. I'm going to give you two more. I'm going to give you Gabriel Davis. I'm going to give you Isaiah McKenzie. Gabriel Davis was the one in the um in the loss to the Chiefs that will this this one will be forgotten 
It was Davis. Yeah. Four touchdowns over yep. 200 yards. Yep. In that game. Yep. Um, McKenzie's going to be our slot so much better than um, Beasley by Beasley. Um, <laughs> and then so, so uh, we're just going to be dominant offensively. We're just going to be dominant offensively. Um, and like you said, I love James Cook. I think he, I think that that's what I was asking for in terms of a running back that you can run a screen for and you can take an eight. That's what we need. We needed that. What about the offensive? What about the offensive line? Because there have been there. There are some concerns about the offensive line. There's always concerns about the offensive line, right? Because we do. We see. Here's the here's the difference between this team and any other team, and this is why we're the top team in the league. We have professional coaches and we have professional general managers. They know what they're doing. They will coach up the offensive line. They always do. So there's always issues around the offensive line. And we get it together. And they will get it together. Because um, Josh Allen is everything. And there is no world in which Josh Allen isn't protected outside of the running that he does for himself. Um, you know, uh, that that L against Kansas City hurt. It hurt. It hurt in every way possible because that was the Super Bowl. Um, uh yeah, it, it hurt in every way possible. Um, so the reason why I bring that that up is because it will only the only thing that stops us from getting to the Super Bowl is that level of player playing at that level, and that's Patrick Mahomes. That's the only thing that stops us. That person right there. Um, and so uh, and so that's the type of effort it's going to take. In terms of the season, my entire thing is about consistency. I know my team shows up for big games. I'm not worried about that at all. And I know they also show up for teams that they want to kill. Like the Patriots, the reason why I just fly, like the reason why I don't even care about the Patriots anymore because I know no matter how bad the Patriots are, what they're everything, we will come to eviscerate them. So they're gonna have to bring their A game just to compete. Um, so that that tells me this team is locked and loaded. I watched Josh Allen in the like that last that final like those games, and I watched the locked in. If we get that version of him for the entire season, shot closed, shot closed, shot closed. Everybody can go home right now, and we will we'll walk away with that Super Bowl victory. Um, that's my level of confidence right now. I'm looking at your your thing right here. New England, goodbye, Jets, get out of here. Dolphins are the only team that worries me, um, but um, not enough to not predict victories against them. Um, like I said, I think even in my prediction, I think I gave the Dolphins one. Um, and so I'll, 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 I'll maintain that. Like, that could be definitely, like, one of one of our slip-ups. Um, but we really like beating the hell out of Dolphins. We do. We enjoy that. No, that, you own the Dolphins. No, you own the Dolphins. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, um when I look at this division, I don't see, I don't see much competition. I see two, two, and one. So that's two. That's they'll be, they'll, five, they'll be, five, they'll be five and one. No, they'll be five and one. one. They might lose one game to the Dolphins. Yeah. That's the only. Yeah, that's one. it. That's, no. only. that's, that's it. the only possibility. And, and then think- the Dolphins at six and zero, oh, and then we then all the others outside the division are very big games. That's yeah. why I just had the ultimate confidence. We're going to smoke Green Bay. I'm saying it now. We're smoking them. <laughs> Period. We're, 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 we're coming for those things. The Bengals buy. 
I so like the team. I, I like Buffalo. That worries me about, I mean, it's Tennessee. They don't have in the city regular season game. I'm not gonna say we're gonna smash them, but we're gonna be focused there. And they tend to not be as focused in the regular season. That will be about the playoffs. Us in Kansas City will be be about the playoffs. But in the regular season, I'm not as worried about them. The Titans worried me in the regular season. They worried me. They worried me. They're not, the, not in the playoffs though. Not so much in the playoffs, but I just. They worried me. The Titans play us weird. It's a tough matchup. It's, it's, it's just, it's just yeah. weird. It's a yeah. thing. It's weird. Um, you know, Derrick Henry just goes ham against us. Um, and just weird. It's just weird. It's just weird. I can't ever predict that game. And so I would like to. Not you, see I mean, you're not playing. You're you're playing for the postseason. You're going to be in the postseason. So like, hey, so it's not the regular yeah. season. That, that's it. That's what uh, I mean. We're gonna like. I told you what I thought. I've, if Josh Allen plays. Um, like what I saw, I'm um, against Kansas City and New England. Shot closed. We taking the chip, easy. I'm not even worried. Um, so the only thing, the only thing I'll be watching in the regular season is for the consistency of play. The thing uh, that you have going for you versus oh, also my Miller. Shot close. <laughs> yeah. Shot, just shot close. No, I think the thing that you have going for you, obviously, you had the talent. I did dominate, by the way. The, the continuity. There's been a lot I of dominate, by the way. I think I look at you versus the other AFC teams. You are, you, out of all the top teams, you are, you to me are by far and away have the most continuity. Like a lot of those teams, you know, can we look at Kansas City, Chargers, a lot of those teams made, you know, Denver bringing in all these new faces, new pieces. I do, similar to the NBA, I do think there's something with continuity and knowing who you are. You don't, you don't have an identity. You don't have an identity crisis whatsoever. You no. say, defensively, you're going to punch somebody in the mouth, and it's Josh Allen. Offensively, it's just about, about, all about Josh Allen. So, that, I mean, that's it. That's, that is the identity of the team. It's Josh Allen, you know, <clears throat> Josh Allen dominating on doing what he does on offensively. Defensively, pu- just punishing people, punching them in the mouth. Uh, physicality, the whole nine yards. So you know who you are. So it's just a again to your point. Just a matter of of, of you know of exercising. We saw it, you know with George. Really, you want to know my biggest question? Do what? we want Odell Beckham? Do we want? <laughs> I don't think I do. We don't need. I don't think you need him. To be honest with you, you know, don't he don't fit our locker room. We don't no, need him. No. No, and, and and listen, Odell Odell was on great behavior in, with the Rams, keeping it keeping it a buck. But I think I I would be worried about Odell with a championship. And bottom line, he hasn't he hasn't been able to stay healthy, so that's number one. Uh, that'd be the number, number one reason why I wouldn't sign him again. I mean, he's been injury prone. He's okay being the number four receiver. He can come. No, I'm sure, but I'm saying though, no, you I don't trust championship Odell. I don't. I don't trust Odell uh, as a here's, here's the thing. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be, he wouldn't, he would, at best, he's the third option. But he's not going to be, is he going to really see himself as the third option? Think and then that's why, that's third. why you don't bring him. But see, that's again, we have, profe- see, that's the difference now. We have professional head coaches. They're not going to take that shit. Then you can go. Period. We don't need you. No, no. At you all. Don't. You don't. No. So there's like nobody cares. Okay, it's, 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 it's listen. It's it's high. It's it's um. And we have a professional GM, so he's not it's low. It's low. If it, we do I, go I up, back him in, he's gonna be on his best behavior. It's low risk, high reward. I'll say that. 
Low risk, high reward. How about that? I don't know. Uh, like that, look, but, honestly, that's my only dude. Like I've heard it. I'm just like, am I have like, do, do I want Odell? Nah, I'm good. No. You know, I, I wouldn't. If I was in your position, no. No. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch Odell. I, I, I wouldn't touch Odell in, any, in anybody's position. Even if I need a receiver, I wouldn't touch Odell. I just, I, I don't. I don't I, Commanders can use Odell. No. no come out. on. Come on. Stop. 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 Y'all need talent. Come on now. Y'all the commanders. Come on. Come on. Stop. 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 Y'all bust. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Let's not do this. No. No. Let's not do this. no right, I, right. I get it. I get it. Who are we talking about? Y'all need talent. Stop. Y'all need talent. Stop. I'm not. I'm, so I'm going to put Odell with no quarterback? Really? Odell, so he can so he can complain about Wentz missing balls eight feet over his head. Like that? No. That makes zero sense. No. That makes no. No. Stop. No. I did forget that. Stop it. I did forget that. I Come on, man. Right. <laughs> what are you talking right. about? You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Yes. Green Bay. Yes. Green Bay. I was still thinking about Heineke. Yeah, like, come on. Oh. Even with Heineke, he's like, please, you he, he got two backups. Heineke, Heineke, and Odell would be boys. No, I wouldn't. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm actually good. No. Yes, we do need talent without question. We do need talent, but no, Odell. Odell, we don't. Here's the thing about Odell. To your point, you have a culture. You have to have a set culture to have to deal with Odell. Period. You have to be that that you have a culture. Green Bay has a culture. There's only a handful of teams. The Rams have a culture. The Rams had a culture, of course. There are only about four or five teams with a with the with a infrastructure of a culture, a strong infrastructure to deal with Odell Beckham. It's not that many uh, in the in the league. We know this. So that like the culture has to be just out of this world. And even with that. I'm talking about a guy who has not been able to stay, even stay on the field. But no, I'm I'm not. I, Odell, Odell, Odell on a mediocre team? Please, no, no, <laughs> no, nah. I'm good. Um, so the Bills, of course, should be uh, will win that division. I, again, I if if I had you know life on the line, I would pick them to win the Super Bowl as well. I think they're the most complete team. I think they have the best roster. They have a superstar. Uh, a budding superstar quarterback. I, they they have all the makings of a team that is ready to take that next uh, that next step to go to the Super Bowl. They they've had their heart broken. Uh, they had the motivation. Um, all, all all the things. All everything's the there. No, everything just, is lined just, up. Every everything is. Lined Edie, up. I mean, you know what type of fan I am, and I'm more angsty fan, and like everything's gonna fall apart. Like that's more of my fandom, and so um and so. When 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 I first was hearing the Super Bowl talk, I wanted to run away from it. But then I was like, honestly, and I just cut. Honestly, there's no other expectation. There just is not no other one. There's no other one. Um, yeah, there's just there's just no other one. You you, you need to get for me. Per, I mean, like the I mean the step is make it to the Super Bowl, and then maybe after that win the Super Bowl. But I want to win the Super Bowl in this step. Make the Super Bowl win the Super Bowl. That's the step. That's the step. Personally, the step I want, but there is no other step to take other than win the Super other than get to the Super Bowl. Anything else is a step down. It just is. There's no development to see. You don't sign by Miller just for a, a good year. Like, no, none of that. None of that. It just, it just is. Everything just is. This is the year. Period. End of story. So we stay on the theme of football, but we take a tragic turn in terms of what happened transpired last week in Lancaster, Texas. Um, Michael Hickman was a coach 
for a a a a, a younger league, a low league football team. Uh, he was shot and killed by Yaqub uh, Talib, who of course is the brother of uh, former NFL player Akeem Talib. Um, apparently, it was a situation where they were arguing. Coaches were arguing over. Uh, got it over. Um, the score. That's what it came out. Coaches were arguing over the score, and one thing led to another. And um, I heard about this at all. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, keep to leave. Shot uh, Michael Hick- Hickman uh, a couple times, and and he ends up uh, and and killed him. In front, of, in front of everybody, in front of kids, in front of kids, and it was, it was a crowd. It was like um, eighty. It was like it's just. I mean, it's one of these things. Again, again, we you know divide like the violence in this country. Of course, is is you know out of control with guns, and we we all know that story. But the thing, the reason I brought this up, we had the situation uh, in April at the Oscars, right? We were talking about Will Smith and uh, you know smacking Chris Rock, and there were a lot of people, you know. There were a few people, a number of people, who defended Will Smith's actions from a standpoint of, hey, he's defending black women, and he was standing up for Jada, so on and so on. And I was like, you know, like, no, we can't normalize violence when it is not needed, per se. Uh, we just can't, we can't do it. We can't. This is the reason why we can't, because it, once you get to that point where violence is an option, Anything can pop off. And we saw it here, a game, a football game, football game where you you get where you in front of kids where you argue, you're arguing over a call over the score of the game, and that leads to and then you decide to, well, you don't like what he said. So instead of like handling instead of handling it after the game and, and say, Hey man, let's let's talk, let's hash this out, let's talk it out, let's, you know, let's let's chop it up. If you know, if we had a an emotional point to do so, you pull out a gun and take a man's life in front of a bunch of kids and you really like from all reports, this guy, Michael Hickman, was a, a pillar of the community. He was a father, husband, uh guy that was seemingly beloved throughout the whole community. So like there's no he's gone there's no coming back from that and you the amount of trauma that those kids will be dealing with for the rest of their lives and just what what he could have done the guy was you know 43 years old same age as me what he was going to do further on in his life that that's over with so i you know i brought this up because again i again and i'm not if you think i'm blaming will smith for this no you just completely missing the point it's not about not about Will Smith. Will Smith's not responsible for this. I was just condemning the action of unnecessary violence by Will Smith. And again, this was the reason why. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is tragic. I mean, I, mean, I just hadn't heard this story. This is just tragic. That's tragic. <clears throat> I mean, it's just like, and again, the important thing I, to come out of this to me is, especially us me us as educators and you know parents anybody's around kids this is why you teach critical thinking and problem solving skills that don't result in violence like this is why this is why we have those you've had many means i've had many means of problem solving trying to figure things out less uh, from that standpoint in terms of uh, with, with with younger kids because it's gotten to a point uh where it just i mean 
violence has been uh, is normalized. It's just, I mean, you, you know, we see it all over the news every day, every every day, every minute of the hour that that something is popping off. So there's only reason that I brought this up, um, because it's uh, it's up to all of us. Everybody, even if you don't have a kid, if you're around kids, if you whatever, you it's up to everybody to contribute to like preventing something like this from happening. This should not have happened. Period. This never should happen. Not even come close to happening. So, um, I hate to, you know, end the program on that. Uh, we'll 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 save the game and the album. We'll save that for later. I know, you know, no, uh, I know you have to go. So yeah. we'll we'll save that for later. Uh, certainly good to have you. Quick check in, but there's gonna be so many of these. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get through this year. I'm very excited. Very, oh, yeah. very excited. Oh yeah, no, it's going. It's going to be a great year. I'm um, going to talk big shit this year. I'm just letting it right <laughs> Rob, Rob is going to be very. All the word. I did. I did. I did. I did. I'm here. I'm here. I got you are. All. You are. I'm feeling good. All right, Mr. Sepp. Uh, right, I will sir. see you next time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. All right, you too. Have all a right. great one. That's going to wrap it up for this uh, edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I will, we're going to save, I, I have some stuff on the game and the album and what have you, but we'll, we'll say that. We'll say that for uh, next podcast. Uh, we'll say that for the next, uh, next podcast. Um, this podcast will be up before the, uh, will be up tomorrow. I will catch you next time. Enjoy the rest of your week. So long.